potholes are the most destructive things vehicles hit on a daily basis. This pothole season, get a free alignment check with any tire purchase. At Firestone Complete Auto Care. Contact Derek Lester at the Kenwood Firestone location for great customer service at 513-401-7892. That's 513-401-7892. Welcome to this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here in WyomingAthletics.org and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. Brought to you by Firestone Complete Auto Care in Kenwood. Contact Derek Lester, 513-401-7892 for all your complete auto care needs. I'm Jason Griefer. As always, we're joined by Wyoming Athletic Director Jan Wilking, this time on the winter season finale. Uh, Jan, good morning. How's this rainy Monday for you? Good morning. Uh, well, yesterday was beautiful. Unfortunately, it was Sunday, um, so <laughs> we couldn't get anybody outside to practice, but uh, Hopefully we'll have some nicer days later this week. Absolutely, and we'll dive into all of the winter sports here as we're wrapping up the winter season here today. But as we're about to turn the page into the spring season and we'll have the premiere of the AD podcast for the spring on March 30th, when you look at the overall state of Wyoming sports going back to the fall and now through the winter, where do you feel like you're at? Uh, I feel like I'm at a state of exhaustion. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, I feel like we're in a pretty good place. Um, we've had some outstanding individual performances. We've had some outstanding team performances. And I think um, looking towards the spring, we're on a good trajectory. Let's dive right into it and uh, let's jump into the pool. First of all, we kind of touched on this a little bit last week, but uh, had some strong performances th really throughout the season, the regular season, into the postseason, and, of course, at the state meet. Uh, where do you feel like not only the team but individuals performed against expectations? Swimming was one of the most enjoyable um, trips to Canton that I've that I've had. Um, we went in projected to finish in certain ways in certain races, and every single person, including the relays, um, outperformed where the projection was. And so I think any time that a high school student-athlete or really any student-athlete can perform at the very best on the biggest stage, you know, at the biggest meet is just awesome. And that's just a credit to our kids and the coaches, um, getting them ready for that point. But um, what a great performance our girls had. Ended up finishing sixth in the state. Um, some great individual performances. Certainly Michaela Elliott had two great swims in the 500 and the 200. Um, and, it, I think it just it just really goes to show how their hard work all season paid off at the end of this year. So great season for them all the way around. Let's talk about your wrestling team, and they are still going, as a matter of fact. What a performance in the sectionals for them as a team. You have eight individual champions there. You've got a, a several others that are going along with the individual champions onto the districts. Uh, do the In talking to them, do the wrestlers and coaches feel that they've got maybe a state title or two in there? Well, I don't think anybody is ready to crown anyone a state champion just yet, but um, I know when you look at the fact we um, haven't won a sectional title since 1977 and we're able to win a sectional title in a, in a really good um, competitive group this past weekend and, and send 12 kids to the district, um, you certainly feel like we have a lot of good depth in that program. And for sure, looking at that list of qualifiers, um, I think there's some kids in there that uh, if they're not wrestling at the shot the following week, they're going to be disappointed. 
How is that for you as an athletic director, seeing that you have so many kids at all these different weight classes that are able to get through the sectionals and onto the districts? As you said, it's been a long time since you've had results like this. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's fantastic. And, and the depth that we've been able to build in our wrestling program, I mean, when you look at the team tournament uh, two years ago, we lose to Ross, I think it was 60-6 to six in the team tournament. And, and within two years, um, we're regional runner-up in the state dual team, dual, team dual tournament. So what those coaches have been able to build in terms of depth in that program and just really getting students to buy into the work and the grind that is wrestling season, um, I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. It's just really good stuff. Yeah, great turnaround for them, uh, no doubt about it, and best of luck to not only the team but the individuals moving forward there uh, in the districts. Let's talk about the bowling teams and uh, a tough year for both the boys and the girls. And we've talked about kind of a similar story to where the wrestling team was, just trying to build up that excitement, build up that depth. Where do you see right now the development of these programs going into the offseason? Well, we have a, a first-year coach in Mike Wood who did a great job just getting his numbers up. You know, it, it always helps to have competitive um, practices and competitive games when when every student is competing to, to be on that varsity squad or competing for a spot in the Baker lineup um, or what have you. And I, I think that we just are going to continue to grow that sport Um you know, we're really young. I think we had one senior this year, so it, it, it's on a good trajectory for sure. How does that factor in for you as an administrator, knowing that it's it's a program that's being developed, both on the boys' and the girls' side, and then you only have one senior there, and so you have a lot coming back? Do you take that into consideration that it's a, it's a program that's building on both sides and the fact that we had a lot of youth? Does that factor in when you're evaluating things? Absolutely. I mean, you, you're not going to be great at everything every year, and, and – you know, you can, you can be the best coach in the world, but the talent pool determines um, a lot of the success. And not only the talent pool, but, you know, are kids willing to do all the extra things that it takes to, um, to be successful at the high school level? And if you ask most, you know, freshmen or sophomores what that is, they might know, but they also might not know. So it takes a little bit for student-athletes to understand, you know, if I really, really want to be good at this, then this is the level of dedication, commitment, et cetera, that I have to have. And, you know, there's a reason that it kind of works like a funnel. Some kids are willing to do that because it is their passion. Other kids are not. And that's okay. They have other passions. But, um, you know, when you have all younger student-athletes, there's a lot of understanding that needs to go into what it takes to be successful at the varsity level. Let's talk about your uh, girls' basketball team now as we're moving along here in the winter season finale. Uh, finishing third place in the CHL. Maybe not, didn't get as far in the postseason as they would have liked falling in the sectional finals we touched on uh, last week here. You're losing four seniors off of this team. So in, in evaluating things and talking to the coaches and the returners that you're going to have coming back next season, uh, where do you feel the state of this program is right now? Well, you know, those four seniors that we're losing, um, you talk about four quality individuals and, and people that are going to go on to great things in life. They are uh, they're a special group of kids, that's for sure. Um, so they'll be missed in multiple sports. Um, I think three of the four are, are, are three-sport three kids and, um, you know, just really, really neat group of, of young ladies. Uh, in terms of where we go from here, you know, there's um, there's some talent for sure. 
um, in, the, in this program, and we just have to make sure that we're capturing um, the very best uh, that, that we can do. Um, so we'll see. I think uh, there's a lot to be determined for girls' basketball, um, but I have no doubt that the, the returning players are going to be in the gym working hard in the offseason to get to break through some success. Over on the boys' side, we're still rolling in the playoffs here. Uh, undefeated after a blowing out Aiken in the district semifinal. You get Archbishop Alter this coming Friday in the district final. That'll be played over at Fifth Third Arena on the campus of the University of Cincinnati. And I know something we were talking before we uh, started recording this episode here today. You were talking about the importance of folks getting tickets in advance at Wyoming High School. Yes. Um, I think the line out the door at Mason um, was frustrating to some people, but we do have tickets on sale at school, and we get a portion of those sales. So anybody who um, needs to get a ticket, please buy it at school. Since there's three games that night, um, there'll be a lot of people who are just greater Cincinnati, greater Dayton basketball fans at the game. So I can assure you there will be long lines. So uh, make sure you head on over to uh, Wyoming High School. Get your tickets in advance there. As you said, there are going to be a lot of people there. A lot of exciting things going on there as well. And obviously, you know, huge game. It's a chance to move on to the next round and uh, try and go forward. And you, you obviously have maybe the best duo in the state with Isaiah Walker and Evan Prater, and they showed out in a game against Aiken. As sitting in there not on the sidelines, and I kind of have an idea where you'll go with this, if you get past this district final, do you feel like this team has enough talent to win a state title? Uh, wow. I mean, you know, we'll take it one game at a time. I, I, that's why I said I knew I knew where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> that's coach we'll, speak. We'll take it one game at a time. Um, I, I think, you know, part of the regular season success sets you up for something that maybe a lot of people don't realize in, in the way that you seed um, teams and the way that, you know, you're passed to different spots. And in our case, you know, having the success that we had absolutely set us up for a path that uh, we're very excited about. But we still got to play the games. Um, you know, you still got to go up against Alter, who's got two kids, six eight, and you know, a guard that's pretty darn good, and, and see what we can do. So it's been a while since we've got. I think it's been three years since we've got to this point, um, and it's been at least eight years since we've got past this point. So. Um, I think everybody's aware of that and excited to see what we can do. But, um, you know, we're pretty good. But some of the teams that are left, everybody, all the 32 teams left in Division Two right now are, are pretty good teams. So we'll see. This may be the final time we talk about uh, one of those young men I talked about before who is graduating. This will be graduating soon, and Evan Prater. Obviously, we all know what he's done on the football field. He's an outstanding basketball player. We know he's an outstanding student athlete. This is his high school swan song. When you think about Evan Prater, when he departs Wyoming High School, what will his legacy be? Wow, that's a great question. Um, well, hopefully he's still building on that legacy when we talk again. Uh, but, abs absolutely. Um, uh, what will his legacy be? I mean, he's got to be one of the best dual sport student athletes that have ever gone through here and. And I'm no expert to speak on all of the student-athletes who've gone through here. You know, you have to go back to, to guys like Jim Barry, who, um, you know, life call, lifelong uh, Wyoming people. Um, but 
you know, when you think about from the football side, some of the special people who've gone through here and, and Richard Hall and, you know, Med Palmer and, um, you know, gone on to play in college and high in, in, in the NFL. Um, I don't know that they played two sports as well as, as Evan does. Um, but he, he's just such a special, he's a once in a lifetime, uh, person that, that you meet in your life and you think, you know, he, he could just do anything athletically and, and be good at it. Um, there's, there's talk of him running track, which would oh boy. be um, awesome for our track team, but, yeah. uh, we'll see. Um, but as far as his legacy, um, he's still writing it and, uh, you know, I think most of the CHL will be at Wyoming's graduation to make sure that he crosses that stage and gets his diploma and keeps walking. <laughs> you, you wouldn't try and stop him, would you? No. Well, listen, you know, we we get four years, and uh, he, his goals and his sights are, are bigger than what goes on in, in Wyoming, <laughs> and that's great. I wish him Nothing but light success for sure. Absolutely. So no, I would not try to stop him. Okay, I, I I figured as much. But what a legacy he leaves for sure. And as we said, hopefully when we reconvene on March thirtieth, uh, we're still talking about he and the rest of the basketball team as we move forward here. Can you kind of give us a glimpse into the spring season and maybe some of the things we're going to be focused on when the spring sports season arrives? Well, I know we certainly uh, we certainly have numbers this spring. I'll tell you. Um, there's been years where we, we haven't had, um, you know, we've just barely had JV teams and just barely had enough to do this or that. Um, we have unbelievable numbers this spring, which is exciting. Um, I'll start with our softball team. They return all but uh, two student-athletes, and um, they are still young, but, man, are they dedicated and uh, working towards um, some runs in softball that I think – uh, we haven't had here in a long time. So looking forward to seeing them. Similarly in baseball, uh, we graduated three, but we have some um, great numbers, some really talented student-athletes coming back this year. Um, boys and girls lacrosse, both have high expectations. Uh, both are The boys' team is not as young as the girls' team, but um, you know both should be really competitive. And then boys' tennis, uh, returning um Mark Keller, who is a state qualifier, and uh, track and field. I'm not sure I could tell you all of the good things going on in track and field other than um, the amount of kids running track and field is amazing. So very proud of that. A lot to look forward to there, but it's been a really fun and exciting winter season for Wyoming Cowboys Athletics. Jan, certainly appreciate the time, not only today, but uh, throughout this entire winter season. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. That is Jan Wilking, Wyoming Athletic Director, joining us here on the Weekly 80 Podcast here on This Week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.